The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christian conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, which are small today. I know Facebook is doing a lot to uh, stifle our traffic. That's okay. You know what, Facebook? God's going to accomplish his purposes no matter what you do, and so he has the people here he wants to be, and uh, so we're happy about that. But welcome to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Speaking of that, if you're online with us, take and share whatever platform you're on. Uh, share the uh, the video portion of the radio show, and if you are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, please check us out, sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, while you're there, you can scroll down right on the right side of the page. Now, if you're using a mobile device, it doesn't show. I'm going to see if we can get something to where we can get these videos up in the middle portion for our Friends who are using mobile devices, uh, there's got to be a way to we can just do that and sort that out and and it be right. Okay, so <clears throat> if you if you will check that out on on the right side of the page, we'll be streaming live here. In fact, if I was to refresh this, we would. Uh, this is where we would be. Uh, you miss if you missed Dell Big Tree yesterday. It was a great show, um, especially the end, especially the end because he got on and kind of preached there a little bit. So um, check that out. That's also at sonsoflibertymedia.com, right there in the middle and uh, top article right now on the page. Also, Bradley comes on at 3 p.m. You can see his show from yesterday. He had Tony Roman on. And um, again, I knew they would be fast friends. You could see it in Bradley's face when he was speaking. And you, you ought to check out that interview. You really should. And you can play that. And then he comes on at live 3 p.m. Eastern Time today right above that is where you can subscribe to our newsletter we don't rent your email out we don't spam you we don't sell it or anything like that you get one email a day from us and uh, that contains the morning show archive so if you are listening and you say hey you mentioned this or you talked about that document or this web page or that video guess what we archive it in an article form where you get the video portion you get the podcast and you get all of the links to everything that we talk about. That way you can do your own homework. And um, and we encourage that. Don't just take our word for it. I mean, 
we're not here to lie to you, but at the same time, be a good, like a, 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 the Bereans were in the New Testament, who didn't take Paul at face value when he when he spoke about the Christ to them. They went back to the Scriptures, and they were considered more noble for doing that. We want to encourage you to do the same thing with, with the things that we say here. Also at SonsLibertyMedia.com, if you agree with our message, you stand not on a political party, okay? Don't come in here with your GOP or your Democrat or Libertarian, whatever the case may be. You stand on the principles of the law, the Word of God, and His and His gospel, and the U.S. Constitution, okay? That's the standards. Then support us if you're able to do so and you want to do so. Uh, there's a donate button right at the top of SonsLibertyMedia.com. You can click on that, make a one-time donation, and also you can become a son or daughter of liberty. That's where you partner with us monthly to do the same thing. Help us do what we what we do. Um, we, we have needs. We don't sit here and have our hands out to you for money, but we do let you know the needs are there. And if you are able to help us in that, we want you uh, to do so. Now, <clears throat> before I bring Lynn on, I did say that I would mention something, something that's going on tomorrow, and I'm yet to have this pulled up. There is going to be a constitutional education and assembly. It's an important meeting for patriots and militia. You guys remember Captain Carl Canings and Ryan Bundy and some of those guys, I think, are put, have put all this together. Now, if you are in the area of Cedar City, Utah, or you want to make the trip there, this will be tomorrow, Thursday, April 8th, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a cough there. 8 p.m. Mountain Time. 8 p.m. Mountain Time, Thursday, April 8th. Um, the place is called, I guess, Go Green. I don't know what that is. 506 North 200 West Street, Cedar City, Utah. So if you're in the area and you want to go there, they say they have uh, 70, 80 people show up. Uh, I think they do it once a month or once a week. I, he didn't give me all the information there. But they're planning on how they're going to restore the Tenth Amendment law and order in our home countries, a.k.a. state. See, Carl is a good southern boy, even though he's from the north. <laughs> right now, right quick and in a hurry via states' rights, state sovereignty, and state nullification enforced by law enforcement action backed by American Militia Freedom Forces troops uh, will be discussed and talked about implementing. So if you're interested in that subject, and we all should be, this is what I'm saying. It is a waste of time at this point to be rallying in D.C. All you're going to do is be used. They, they are prepared for you if that's what you do. They're prepared to use you against yourself. Okay, it is time to start dealing in the states. It's been long past time that this is what this is about. It's about bringing the states and making them aware of the power that they have to nullify unconstitutional criminal federal law. Okay, and we're going to talk about some of that today, some of the unconstitutional criminal federal federal law. And with that, to help me, as always is my co-host on Wednesdays for Rotten to the Core Wednesday, the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning and happy Rotten Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've got a lot, of, a lot of good things going on uh, this week. We're going to give you some, mm -hmm. maybe some bad news today, but i got to tell you, you guys who, and let me give this quick plug. I, I don't want to eat up your time, Lynn, and we'll, we'll, we'll get, if we go sure. over, we'll go over. You guys 
you saw the viral video of the pastor, Pastor Artur Palowski, right, up in Canada. All right. If you like Tony Roman, if you like Bradley Dean, wait till you get a load of this guy. (laughs) I had uh, pre-recorded the interview with him yesterday. And uh, he has told me, he said, look, I'm a preacher. I'm out, you know, amidst the homeless and the prostitutes and the drug users and everybody else on the streets. And that's what we do. We preach to them and and we minister to them. And he says, I got like 30,000, 40,000 emails and calls. And he said, I just, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep up with it. He doesn't have a secretary or anything. And he's just really down to earth some miraculous stories to tell. In fact, he we could only have him for 30 minutes, so there will be a 30, about a 30, 35-minute interview. I'm going to air tomorrow, so don't miss that tomorrow. And look, tell your unbelieving friends and tell your alleged believing friends to listen to this guy because it's going to be challenging. I, hey, I was challenged. Um, bring them in, okay? Because they're going to see, uh, they want to know all the stuff surrounding it, and I wanted to get back to what drove him to this. And you're going to hear some miraculous stories. You really are. And he said he's going to come back with us as soon as he clears his plate with all these interviews that he's being inundated with and tell us more about the ministry they have, have there in Canada. It is, it's not like anything that you've seen or heard here in the States, I can tell you that. All right. And then on Friday, Lord willing, we're going to air our interview that we had with Charlotte Isserbeet. I said that correctly. Charlotte Isserbeet. And uh, mm-hmm. Lynn and I had that the other day. And we're going to be airing that on Friday. So you guys don't want to miss those things. And uh, and with that said, we're going to continue where we were last week, this American Recovery Program uh, by Joe Biden. They're pushing this stuff. Of course, we know every time they use something that sounds like it's American, something about freedom, something about liberty, it's the exact opposite of that. So, Lynn, I'm turning it over to you. Sure. Well, thank you so much. Yes, last week we did talk about the American Recovery Plan. It's now being touted, Tim, as a rescue program. And of course, we know billions of dollars are in this. And one of the things that got me was I have gotten an email from a Common Core machine group, um, and they are trotting out Dr. John King, who was the education secretary for the entire United States under President Obama. They're trotting him out to help tout the increase and in expanded access to online learning uh, through the American Recovery Plan, which they're calling a rescue plan for education, because what they're finding, the new group that Dr. King is with is called the Education Trust. What they are finding is that because in the name of COVID, we have got such learning losses going on. They're at a level where the government has to come in to do something because everyone is just suffering so much and there's so much failure going on. And this is the only way we can get back to success. And it's $1.9 billion, I believe it is. Um, I have that. I have the figures in my article, which I know will be in the archives, but you could see how much it will be. But one of the things I wanted to point out was this particular House of Representatives uh, based bill that's now a public law, which is 117-2, which means this is only the second law 
that the 117th uh, congressional session has passed. Now, let's go back to the bill number for just a minute because I want to point this out to folks, okay? In learning how to do legislative research, you learn with the federal government, whether it's from the Senate or the House of Representatives, the larger the number, the less important it is. So this particular uh, American Recovery Act bill, Tim, was numbered H.R. 1319 and has now become the second law that this Congress has, has passed and the president has signed. Now, the reason why I wanted to point out the 1319 was because that's a four-digit number. It's also telling us, we the people, who need to be concerned with what's going on so we know what the heck to repeal or replace is meaning that there have been 1,319 bills introduced in the House, and we're only in the first part of April, and this congressional session didn't start until late January. So don't tell me they are not working fast and furiously to shove things at us, and this is no different than it was under Trump's administration. Another thing I wanted to point out about this particular American Recovery Act, and you could show this um Tim, if you'd like to, if you go back and you look on congress.gov, this is where you can find all the bills that I bring up. You can find them in their words. Uh, You'll find where it says, you know, look at all the actions that are surrounding this bill. And if you look at the particular track record for this American Recovery Act, you will see that in a matter of days, this voluminous document was shoved through, literally shoved through. And it, it's insane because we have other things that are more important and truthful and constitutional that are stuck in committees for years and never see the light of day. But here we have another usurping, unconstitutional, illegal, and taxpayer-based misused legislation, and it is now a law. Let's see here. They turned this in on the 24th of February, mm-hmm. and um, and I was just scrolling through here in the dates, and then it was signed by the president on mm-hmm. 3-11, so we, we didn't even have two months of that. Uh, right. This is the bill here. It's 242 pages as a PDF, right. and uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody read this. <laughs> pretty sure nobody read it. Well, let me change that. There were some people who probably did, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure nobody did. Well, I'm fixing to blow the doors off the darn thing, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because we have a former U.S. Secretary of Education um, being used as the salesman for this ARP, I was curious as to how many times education was embedded in this rescue plan, if you will. Learn, the term learn, 27 different times. Now, on pages 17, 18, and 19, Tim, if you read this, you will see where it's saying that of the millions and billions of dollars that is being thrown at America in the name of supposed COVID recovery, we have, it. Um, let's see, it's, the wording is 20% or more has to go to the wraparound services that we have talked so much about that are connected to education to address the failure failure 
to learn that we're experiencing as a national crisis. It also tells us that the social and emotional learning and the behavioral interventions have to be increased. So what have we been saying for what, two, three years now, that this kind of stuff is not meant just for the public school education students. These wraparound services are given to the communities as a whole to affect you, whether you're in public school or outside of public school, in the name of the nanny state uh, framework. And this particular bill, now law, absolutely shows it. You're going to see that this particular American Recovery Act also in these pages includes the Every Student Succeeds Act, the IDEA funds that are used for special needs, the adult learning um, via the career tech education and trade schools, and then finally using the Adult and Family Literacy Act to rope in anybody else that's not been roped in previously. Yeah, well, it's they're just piling on the things, and, and when you talk about it's, you know, it's law. Mm-hmm. Part of the issue that we go back to again is mm-hmm. the Constitution, and the ninth, and what I was promoting there for for Captain Carl and and Ryan Bundy and him, right. what they're teaching is this is a violation of the Tenth Amendment. We did not give authority to spend money on education to mm-hmm. have any kind of direction, guidance, uh, an agency, and certainly not a department. Uh, right. to deal with education at all, that was reserved to the states and to the people, specifically the parents, edu- is education. And right. uh, and let me toss in something here because sure. I noticed last time we were on here, Richard came in and he says, oh, Biden's plan is great. It will ultimately do more for the Main Street economy than anything that Trump ever did. No, it's the same junk, Richard. It is. It's the same un- the unlawful, same. unconstitutional, criminal theft of of your money and my money, it is not for you. It is not for your benefit. It is for the benefit of corporations. It is for the benefit of the communists who want to enslave you and me and our children. That's who it's for. The He says the middle class working person needs a fair deal. Well, you aren't getting it. You're getting a raw deal because you don't understand econ- economics that when they print more money, it's devaluing your money. It's t- It's got strings tied to it. Um, benefits enjoyed by almost other democratic nations. Well, we're not a democratic nation. We're a republic. And we're not supposed to be like other nations. We're supposed to be a city on a hill, man. So when, when we bring this kind of stuff here, what we're dealing with is we're trying to show you the lie that you're buying into, that you're believing, that you think is so great for you, but it's really a theft of your money, a theft of your liberty. And if you've got children... It's the same thing. It's going to be it's going to be to enslave them. So when Lynn comes on and tells you this stuff, it's not to bash Biden. We we did this with Trump. They they're Absolutely. doing the same we did. thing. We did it with we did it with any other of yep, them that's right. as well. That's right. Um on pages 18, five different times um Tim, high quality high quality assessments to address learning loss across the nation through grants and contracts. Well, what does that tell you? Public-private partnerships right off the bat are going to be able to come in, as we already know that they are in education where they shouldn't be. Page 25, they're going to use the data mining arm, the Institute for Educational Sciences, in the name of COVID studies for the subgroups of of students and parents out there who are being left in the cracks. On page 50, you'll find out how all this is going to affect the uh, Native Americans. 
on page 74 under the Homeland Security Act uh-huh, and government affairs, virtual learning for everyone, whether you're in the government or outside the government, which includes hybrid online, um, then you're going to find out that uh, your higher education through the trades, especially the skill-based learning, especially for our vets. One of the things that we're going to find out as well is that this push and it's not till you get to the um, the group that is helping host Dr. King in his sales pitch for all this that you find out the main targeted group in all this garbage, Tim. Are you ready? Give it Pre-K to, to third grade. Mm-hmm. We have to get them on the computer more and more. Yeah, I was reading something about that yesterday uh, in dealing with the the issue of the screen time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I we we let our kids have some time on the screen, uh, but at the same time, I you know, I was telling my son, I, I said, you you got to give yourself to reading. You got to give yourself mm-hmm. to. He gets out and he walks around. I said, do more of that. Get your mind where it, where you're using it instead yeah. of it just being reactionary to some images or something like that. Right. Well, if you can pull up the, I don't know how to say it very well, but the the first image that I put in the email, because this would help blow some of Richard's um, comments right out of the water. This is what has been set up under the guise of Every Student Succeeds Act. Now, let's go back and look at the name. If we're going to look at all the bill numbers, we need to look at the name for this one, because this, when this Every Student Succeeds Act started out from the House side, it was a four-digit way down their number. From the Senate side, it was a single-digit number. So they knew either way this was going through, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I have it backwards. It was the House. It was um, HR5. Senate was S1177. So I had it backwards. I'm sorry. But anyway, the point of it is both sides knew this was going to go through. And so under the Every Student Succeeds Act, The agenda has always been, and we have shown this many, many times, that this is workforce-aligned education. So all this online stuff that they want to wire the kids to has nothing to do with academics or reading or any of those things that, that you need to do to be able to think clearly. It is to put you on an algorithm course that slots you into what job you are best trainable for. And then everything that comes after that is precisely about that particular alignment. So the thesis thesis is that, uh, oh, it's going to be no federal control. You know, the states are going to be able to take education back and they never have. They, they, Still, to this day, even under the Every Student Succeeds Act, even with Common Core still in place, are still taking hand over fist every bit of funding streams that come to them from the federal government in the name of education and in the name of everything that is related to education. So there's no way that the federal government is out of education, even at your state level. So, again, this goes back to the meeting tomorrow. Another thing that could be pointed out. Yeah, I think everything that uh, Captain Carl and them deal with uh, along the the 10th Amendment law mm-hmm. includes education. There's no question about that along with right. a whole host of other things. This right. also leads to the question of, you know, DeSantis is getting a big thing there and we made a big deal about him 
for a couple of years that he told people, oh, we've ended Common Core in Florida, but that's just not true either, and people need to be aware of that, that he is all for, folks, he is all for taking those federal dollars, uh, continuing to violate the Tenth Amendment uh, in his own state. He is no different than the rest of the GOP running you know, sheet that, that get up there to promote what they call smaller government, but they're going to fund the, as big a government as they can fund. They'll tell you that we're going to reduce the debt. We're not going to get the spending money. He's, do, he's doing all that anyway. And so it's not just him. It's the fact that they're deceptive about it, Lynn. That's, that's the thing. They're not being honest with the people and say, look, this is still in place. We're still taking the money here. We got to put a stop to it. And, and they just don't do it. Right. And I will, the only thing I will say about DeSantis or Kemp or any of the other governors who are telling you this, this sack of crap um, about Common Core being dead. No, you look at their education platforms before they ran, before they were elected and since, and every bit of it goes back to this competency-based, mastery-based, outcome-based education that is nothing more than workforce training. Their career tech education, the STEM, they both supported any of the other governors. And the reason why we know that the governors are lying to us worse than a sack of potatoes is because the National Governors Association they belong to owns half the copyright to the Common Core State Standards, even in 2021. And the National Governors Association just created a new partnership with the World Economic Forum. So do not tell me that the World Economic uh, Forum, who came up with some of this workforce-based stuff that we're seeing infiltrate American education, even all the way down to homeschooling, is not up to... to, uh, take over your family because it absolutely is. And with the National Governors Association, which is supposed to be a um, an organization expressly for American government, but it's not because it's a non-government organization, which has been infiltrated by all kinds of private corporations who have taken over the, uh, the government. You've got a mess on your hands and you've got idiots out there like that and all their followers, and yes, I'm saying idiots, but I'm not calling them out as that. I'm saying what they're believing is idiotic, okay? That uh, somehow it's dead, somehow it's gone, and oh, goody, all is well. Yep, and the same curriculum is being pushed, the same money behind it, and the same unconstitutional laws to support it. And uh, right. this is this is why we have Lynn on here, guys. This is This is what she puts herself through, and I know... <clears throat> there were some days where Lynn just sends me stuff and she goes, I am so frustrated and I can just see her about to pull her hair out uh, because she she spends her time going through this stuff to bring it to you, to tell you what they're doing, one, in violation of the law against you and your kids, and two, about stealing your money to do it. Thank you. Um, if you will go to the edtrust.org, it's um, where Dr. King is now, Okay. He, since he left the Department of Education under Obama, he now has gone to a nonprofit that is also embedded with Common Core and touts all kinds of stuff. But I wanted uh, everyone to know, if you look at Dr. King's bio and you listen to his video spiel about how great education can be and all this other kind of stuff, you're going to find out that he confesses that the saving grace in his life, and I'm paraphrasing, it's not God Almighty, but school. 
Well, <clears throat> you know, Lynn, when you're a statist, you got that way from indoctrination. That's what you got it from, and that's what I've said. You send your kids to a statist school, you send them under a statist education, don't be surprised when they come out statist, and uh, obviously right, this right. is what this guy has. Right. If you would, uh, it's a short video, but this is the YouTube video for Education Trust, and I want folks to listen for these two words, okay? Now, you want me to Edu- play this one here that I've got here on the screen, or it looks like it's I- the same one for the other? It uh, oh says, join it us in, in a movement. Email. Yep, it's it was, in there. But okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, that's fine. But I want you to listen for two words and then put it through the lens of this American, Repo- uh, this American recovery program that's supposed to be rescue for education, and that is educational justice. Okay, all right, here we go. Educational justice is about ensuring that all students, regardless of their socioeconomic background, where they were born, what the color of their skin is, what the balance of their bank account is, who they love, what the tenets of their faith are, have access to the educational resources that will allow them to meet their full potential. And the reason why I'm so invested in ensuring that educational justice is available to all is because I wouldn't be here myself if the state, if the city, if my family, if my community had not invested in educational equity and justice so that I could meet my full potential. My More people should join us in a movement toward educational justice because the future of this country depends on it. The inequality has reached a place where um, it's unsustainable and the only way that we can bridge the gap between our current state of affairs and our professed aspirations as a nation is by ensuring that all students, young and adult alike, have a chance to meet their full potential so that that inequality can be reduced and that we can be on a more level playing field and be in a better position to advance the ideals of this country. Now, I got to tell you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Slick, uh, wasn't I, it? Well, it's not just, it's not that. It's, okay. He talks about the inequality, okay? There is no inequality, folks. There, there's just not any inequality. That is an evolutionary view of humanity. All men are created equal under God. That doesn't mean they have the same gifts, the same abilities. They're created in the image of God. And what I find interesting here is in this whole video, and I'm not trying to play the race card, but it looks like this is what they're doing. There ain't a white person that's shown in there. Now, I'm not trying to make it about that, but he talks about the inequality, and then he tries to push that narrative, okay? Okay. And I think that, that it is, I think, I see the propaganda as it's coming at me. I mean, there's a wide spectrum of people there, but they're not, cons- you, you see what I'm saying? Everything is geared towards those with light skin. They're, it's being geared against us. I mean, it's, and I don't know why that is, because this guy is just as equal as I am. So are all the people in the video so there's an agenda behind it to usurp what's going on. And I can tell you, folks, this comes to an issue of Deuteronomy 28. I mean, God said he would, he would take and make you the, the tail. He would, he would uh, you know, you would have others who come in. There's no doubt that they're educating foreigners who come in uh, as illegal aliens. We've already seen a lot of that in money that's gone to to do that instead of dealing with those who come here illegally. Those kinds of things are there as well. And then to promote it as the state, as God, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for, you know, the state and 
my comrades in the community uh, doing what they did to make sure I was educated. I, I, you know, Lynn, I just, I can't, it's, it's ridiculous to me. And I understand, but what I want folks to understand is remember this particular video was not made just for COVID, okay? Because when he said the current state of affairs, all right, it wasn't made just for COVID. But if you can see how they're touting the supposed inequality and the um, unjustness of those who are not learning as much because of COVID, this is this is where they're te- cherry picking that one particular point and saying, okay, now I have the basis for my propaganda where I could go out and use Dr. King to go ahead and say, yes, this is why we need to get behind the American Recovery Act, because after all, look at all the stuff it's going to be able to improve in education. That's where I wanted folks to use that education justice, because it's all being done in the name of supposed COVID relief, which we know is not relief. It's more entanglement. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I'm. What I, that was the the observation that I had when you hear this education justice, mm-hmm. it's focused to benefit a certain ethnicity of people or class of people against another. It's to say, I mean, to me, I hear it saying the whole thing of what we've seen in the news of the white privilege stuff. Well, there is none of that. Everybody that that grew up at the time I grew up, if you went to public school. It didn't matter what color your skin was. You got the same education. You sat in the same classrooms. You did all this stuff. So it, to me, it's it's the it's the education form, the indoctrination form of the social justice issue. I don't see any difference here, Lynn. Am I missing um, something? No, uh, uh-uh, no, no. You're not now. Okay. Um, if you want to hear Dr. King's spiel especially for the younger learners. I even uh, gave you the link to how you can sign up for the webinar that's coming up on April the 13th. Um, He is going to be, this is through the grade level reading campaign. And what they want to have Dr. King speak on is the American Recovery Program and the accelerated online learning all in the name of COVID relief, because there's all this unfinished learning, especially for our pre-K through third graders. Now, pre-K through third grade should be more concerned about playing outside and spending time with mom and dad, not hooked to a stupid computer. But here's what um, I I wanted to point out. It is through this particular announcement uh, that you can see that K through 12 education. So, oh, it's not just pre-K through third grade. No, this is K through 12. There's $125 billion in the American Recovery Plan for unfinished learning problems. In uh, child care, which will address your babies and pre-K and all that stuff, $40 billion. And again, all in the name of a supposed virus that 99% of the people will be just fine. Wow. Well, what's a now let me ask you something. This this thing that we're looking at here. Yes. Are they expecting K through third grade to be sitting in on this webinar? Is that what they're expecting? No, this is for the parents and the taxpayers. Okay. This is for the parents and the taxpayers. And the reason I get emails like this is because I I have if I'm going to be able to expose what is happening against you, then I have to 
weed through their garbage as well. So yes, I get emails that I really don't want to get. But again, in the name of research, you have to know what you're up against. Because if you don't, how can you go out and be informed enough to fight against it? Well, you can't. If you don't know the enemy and what he's doing, if you don't know, I mean, look, this is pretty simple. And when we look to the Bible, we're told we're not uh, to be ignorant of Satan's devices. We're not to be ignorant of his schemes. He goes around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. And so we're not ignorant of how he does things. And so we're, since we know that, we're to put on the full armor of God and we're to fight against him. And the same thing happens in the military. The same thing happens in politics. If you don't understand what these guys are doing, how are you going to fight against them? If, if, you, if you have no idea where they're attacking, what their agenda is, or their devices, as it were, how are you going to defeat it? And so that's, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Now, flipping over to a totally different but yet related issue, we have a new press release from the Department of Education under the current administration, and that would be Dr. Cardona as the U.S. Secretary of Education, has just put out a press release that the Department of Education is dismissing, wiping out $1.6 billion for historically black colleges and universities, capital investments. And what that means is that anything that these particular universities and colleges would be using federal funds for to improve buildings, like maybe they're, you know, need um, an update for crumbling stairs or, you know, that sort of thing, or any of their updating of infrastructure, like their technology and things like that, is being totally wiped out. And that money is being diverted from the, the care and update of buildings to be redirected and go into the students Lynn, through Lynn, financial aid and all this other kind of stuff. Lynn, you, yes. you froze up there just for yes. a second and, and we missed oh. a couple of words. It just froze up. It wasn't your fault. Oh, Can you oh, repeat okay. your last right. sentence or so? Okay. Um, all right. The U.S. Uh, Secretary of Education, Dr. Cardona, the current one, okay, mm-hmm. has just put out a press release announcing that the Department of Education is dismissing or wiping out billion for historically black colleges and universities as far as their building and infrastructure funding and redirecting that to go to students. So in other words, any of the money that was to go to, and these are public and private colleges and universities. So again, this is not just for public schools. Any of the money that would have gone to help update your building or the technology or the infrastructure is now being redirected to be able to be accessible to go fund the students for, oh, guess what? More hybrid and online learning. And again, in the name and the reason they're doing this, Tim, is because COVID has put such a crunch on higher education that we have to uh, neglect the buildings and put the people first. Well, we talked about this the other day, and Mm -hmm. this was the issue where Biden talks about he wants to put all this money into infrastructure, and yet none of the money is actually going into infrastructure. <laughs> it's going to other stuff. We, we talked about this in our interview with Charlotte. We're going to air Lord willing on Friday. 
and, and all this push for the higher education, but it, it is, it's focusing people on one little thing instead of this broad dynamic of education. And as a result, kids are getting into student debts, you know, this whole student debt loan thing. Everybody's ticked off about that, you know, that, that wants to be forgiven. Well, it shouldn't have been given in the first place. The feds have zero authority in our exactly. constitution to give our money to anybody to get right. interest off of it. I mean, how many of you guys are getting paid interest? How many of you are getting interest checks from the federal government, from the money that they took and loaned out to these students who are now in debt, you know, five, six figures and having to work three jobs and live at home with mm -hmm. mom and dad to pay off a sheepskin that they can't go get a job with? Well, here's the thing. When the government got into the business of cars, we saw that suffer. With the business, when the government got in the business with uh, electricity, we saw how that failed. When they got in bed with the student loans, because before that, it was through um, banks and lending institutions, and it was a good... It, it was better than what we've seen happen. And the second the government took that away and controlled the student debt, this is why we've seen it go off the charts. This is why we have seen it be such an issue. And the whole purpose is not to put those kids in debt so much as it is is to enslave them in this government nanny state system and by doing something as idiotic as saying i'm going to divert all the building money funds and go put it over here for students to be able to get hooked to a computer it's not putting the people first if you wanted to put the people first you would have never gotten in their way in the first place that's exactly right that's exactly right by the way richard you're welcome to call in 215 top talk 215-867-8255 if you if you want to make the case on the other side we'll give you a chance to make the case on the other side will be cordial. Um, but I, I think this is why I think so many people need to understand just the basic economics, just basic economics, so they can so they could see that what they're being told about all of this kind of stuff when it involves money is a lie. It is a it, it is all to do exactly what you said, Lynn. It is to yeah. enslave them. It is to enslave them. And and, it, and ignorant people, uh, I think it was Thomas Jefferson who said People can't expect to be ignorant and free at the same time. They just can't do it. Well, absolutely. And if you want to show this particular press release, a couple other things I want to point out about it. This is going to take $1.6 billion. Now, this only impacts 13 public colleges and universities and 32 private colleges and universities. Now, current student debt relief, all right? Guess who's in charge of that little bandwagon in Congress? Senators Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer. And if you want to tell me that those two are for the people, they are not for the people. They are for the socialistic garbage that they've helped bring in, and they want to make sure that you get it whether you want it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised that Fox Ahanas is is on this. I'm really not. And, and and in the end, everybody has to understand. You know, this is the funny thing. I hear the people, and and Richard said it in the chat. Oh, this is for the common man. It's for the middle class. These are people that are multimillionaires, and when they start talking about taxing and taxing the the ones who make a lot of money, guess what? Guess what they do? They stop shy of what they earn. They they stop shy of what they earn. Okay. Well, let, 
Let me say one thing, okay? Richard is um, partly correct in that this is for the common people, okay? Or this is for the middle class. Well, he's saying it's for the benefit of them. (laughs) But let, let let me finish. He's partly right that it is for them, but where he's wrong and where the evidence is showing and where the law is going and where the money is going is that it's setting up a class warfare so that the middle class is the most picked on and torn apart. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not for their benefit. It is not for their benefit. And the people don't get it. They just think, oh, we're getting money. Oh, we're getting this goodie. Oh, we're getting that. And they don't see... Like the fish that you you know is swimming through the water, and he mm-hmm. sees the uh, the little minnow uh, flopping around there, and he takes a bite out of it, saying, ha, "I got some food." And what do you know? He's got this going on. He's got a hook in his mouth, right? And that's and exactly what they're doing with the people. Mm-hmm. It is, and I think it was. Oh, it's back in 2017. Um, I went up to uh, Wisconsin, and there at Freedom Project. Uh, Uh, media did a four-part series with two other very esteemed education warriors and one of the visuals that we used was a fishbowl and it was the every student succeeds act it was the workforce innovation and opportunity act it was the higher education act and all the bait was the data mining that was coming through all those that would hook you to, again, align you to what the government thinks you ought to be doing not what you freely choose well, that's exactly right. Uh, Bradley and I were speaking about the issue of uh, stuff like Brave New World in 1984. And I want to bring this mm-hmm. in here because I think that, you know, this was, those books were written how long ago now? The 40s, uh, when, when those books were, were put out. And they had this idea to where they have corralled the society so much through indoctrination over and over and over, letting them uh, work their jobs. Um, in, in one case, you know, that's pretty much what you did. And then the government's watching you all the time, even in your own home. And then the other side was to sedate you in some way. Now, they use SOMA in the Brave New World. In, in our world, they're using entertainment, you know, and every the bread and circus stuff uh, mm-hmm. to basically, you know, put us to sleep while they do what they want to do. And this is just, a, this is, these are steps in that direction. That's what I see. These are steps in that right. direction to put us in this mind numbing state to where mm-hmm. we're good little communist worker bees. And, uh, right. and they're the ones who are benefiting from that and uh, lording it over. And of course, we always go back. Guys, I know you may have your favorite politicians on either side of the aisle, but anybody supporting the stuff that we're talking about this morning, if they support any kind of education from the state, Money, guidelines, curriculum, instruction, any of that, they are your enemy. They are your enemy. Make no mistake, they are your enemy because they're there to enslave you and your children. I can't say it enough. Go back to the scripture, Deuteronomy 6. Whose job is it to educate the kids? Mom and dad. Who did God give the kids to? Mom and dad. He didn't give them to the state. And so when we have guys like uh, this, this guy King saying that, oh, well, if I didn't have school, I wouldn't be here. No, you'd be here, dude. You'd be here. 
And if, if that wasn't the case, you might have actually had a better education because the people would have come alongside it and, and done it together, or you would have learned a really good skill, a good apprenticeship, and I'm not talking about one that's tied to the state. I'm talking about one that was free on both sides, both by the, the, the guy who's offering the services to train you and you yourself. I, I, I keep going back to the simplest thing I see there, Lynn, and that is yeah. people have done this for thousands of years. Right. But let's remember one thing. Dr. King was highly opposed by those of us who were fighting against all this way back when, when he was nominated for the Secretary of Education. And if you doubt how toxic this man's grasp on education is, go ask anybody who was back there in the fight in the state of New York, and they will tell you how awful this man's leadership was when it came to education of their children, especially with his push for computer-based education even then. Well, you, you... You can point out all this stuff, and that's the problem, is, the, is that when these people go for confirmation, they're never really challenged on anything. I mean, most of the stuff that you see is either softball questions to them or it's the WWE match. It's mm-hmm. never the takedown. Let me give you an example. The, the guy who's so mentally ill that he dresses up like a woman doesn't even make, a, <laughs> doesn't even make an attempt to actually look like the woman, a woman at all to me. Uh, and he gets over, you know, health and human services. Here's a guy who's mental, so mentally ill and such a degenerate that he would have the audacity to walk before Congress, the people, okay, to walk before the people and say, yes, I, I'd like to be over health and human services, which is an unconstitutional agency, too. They should have just said, no, we don't need anybody for that because it's unconstitutional. But nobody does that. And instead of addressing his own mental state, even Rand Paul, and look, Rand Paul made a good point about the children and gender, but the fact of the matter, he didn't get at the root of the problem. He didn't say, Department of Education is unconstitutional. I'm not voting for you anyway. I'm not going to support anybody being in that. I'm going to I'm going to support nothing for that. But we don't cut at the root of it. We don't cut at the root of any of this stuff. We don't call it un- unlawful. We we just continue doing or the the people's representatives continue to do it. Right. It's just, a, you know, as we've said before, it's a dog and pony show. It, it does not matter which side of the political aisle or spectrum you're on, because the reason we know this is because with the unibrow politics, if you will, uh, they've become the same thing. And if you doubt it, go back and look at my archives, go back and look at Charlotte Iserbeet's work. And she can tell you even from her days in the administration uh, sectors of D.C., the the unified efforts to destroy this nation were going then. It's just we had uh, citizens who uh, really cared and were fighting back. And today we don't really care. We're just more about, hey, let me have my money. Let me have my beer. Let me have my TV and I'll be fat, dumb and happy. Well, I tell you what, this is that's one of the things that. Uh... Uh, Pastor um, Pulowski will challenge people with tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If that is the mentality, if that is your mentality of freedom, you're really enslaved, and uh, and he'll be challenging people to get out of that. But you're exactly right, and that but that comes from the ignorance. I mean, how again? I think our representatives are a reflection of the of of a lot of people mm-hmm. because 
they're ignorant of the Constitution. They go put their hand on the Bible. I'll uphold the Constitution. All right, guy, can you tell me the first ten amendments to the to the Bill of Rights? Can you tell me the first five? Hey, I'll settle for five. If you can give me five, I'll, I'll let you. I'll give you a seventy on that. Okay, but most of them can't even tell you that, which then leads to the question of if you don't know that. How are you going to uphold this? How are you going to do that? Because they have every intention of just going in there and mm-hmm. pushing law for whatever their agenda is, whatever particular agenda. Be. You, you mentioned 1,300 laws before the one that was just recently signed, that are 1,300 uh, bills that were bills. put forth yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. before this one. Well, what does that tell us? Everybody's going in there, got their own agenda. The Constitution means nothing. And uh, in the end, it's all about them keep, keeping their political power, their payoffs to the people who've got them there, or whatever the case may be. Right. Absolutely it is. And it's our job to call it out. It's also our job to to fix it. And that's where we are not coming through Amen. like we need to. Yep. Yeah. And absolutely. that's why that's why the local level is so important. We played, mm-hmm. you know, uh, both of us have been before different committees and things of that nature. And uh, our friend, Dr. John Diamond, you know, he has a thing called about the Ecclesia in Action. You can put that in in YouTube and you can watch some of the videos. I think he put mine up as well. I, I need to get him mm-hmm. yours from the, the other things that you attended there in your county. But mm-hmm. it's where Christians go and they're calling their representatives back to the biblical standard and, and, and telling them, no, you don't have authority to do that. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be doing that, but you are supposed to be doing this. And um, I, 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 this is where the church has to be involved. And if you guys, I'm going to put it in, I'm going to drop it in the archives okay. where the, um, you know, if you want to know what the, the gates of hell will not prevail, the gates were the place where the laws were made. That was where the judgments were made. We are not to fear the gates of hell. Okay. It's not some invisible thing here. We're to, we're to attack what man has set up, called it law, called it rule, called it justice, were to attack that and to uh, teach in a way and call men to repentance to obey God. Those in government are to be the ministers of God, Romans 13. They are not to be tyrants. And we are to resist it. And even as Tony Roman said, we are to attack that. And the Bible says the gates of hell don't prevail against the church when they do that. We're to bring the good news of the gospel. We're to bring the law to bear upon them and to call them to be good ministers of God. And if they won't do that, we're to remove them and prosecute them. Simple as that. Lynn, we're coming up on the end of the show here. Tell people where they can find out more about you. you got about 50 seconds, so take your time. Okay, I just wanted to point out, if you think that this particular stuff we're talking about today is the only thing done in the name of COVID relief for education, in the archives, you're going to find the other articles that uh, we have done and shows that we have done, links to all those so that you can find out, nope, this is just one of the latest ones. You can find me on commoncordiva.com. If you feel to, uh, if you wish to uh, offset some of my expenses, there is a PayPal donut button. Donate button, not donuts. Oh, we've done this You can get her a donut, too. (laughs) Anyway, if you would like to financially bless what I do, that would be fantastic. If not, prayer is always needed, and just go be awesome and go fight for your kids. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lynn, and uh, I'll drop you a bag of donuts uh, soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stuffy, yeah, I love it when they say no politics or religion talk over. Well... There's no more exciting conversation that I find and more stimulating conversation than talk of 
if you want to call it religion, and politics. Why? They go hand in hand because they are the evidence in the culture of what we actually believe. So let's believe the right thing. Pastor Arthur Pulowski tomorrow. See ya.